Hey, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, Hello. I can hear you. You're still staticky, but my bad. My alarm went off for like oh. medications, so that's why I just ran it like that. Oh no! Go ahead and take your medications. It's good. I will do like a part one and a part two. All right then. Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and the conversation was getting so good. So, like I was saying on the, um, on part one because it caught up. Uh, me reading from, edu, edutopia.org. Uh, when we are in a state of fear, there is a stress hormone in our bloodstream. Re- researchers have shown that low and medium levels of stress hormone called cortis- uh, cortisol improve learning and enhance memory, whereas high levels of stress hormones had a bad effect on learning and memories. And so I'll repeat it when you come back. Um, just... Uh, reading it to the audience right now. All right, I'm back. Great. So I was reading uh, to the audience that research has shown that low and medium levels of stress hormone called uh, cortisol improve learning and enhance memory, whereas high level of stress hormones have a bad effect on learning and memories. Yeah. So it does make sense. Like, you don't want to cause... like high levels of trauma to them, <laughs> like breaking a finger that that will be very traumatizing for the for the kids or anybody in general. So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, <laughs> to conclude that because it's like a very uh, topic that I'm I'm not very familiar with, you know. Yeah. I mean, because I don't have kids either. Like, I have a little brother, <laughs> but he doesn't listen yeah. to me, and he's my brother. I can't hit him because he's not my kid. And even so, since he's related to me, I can't still can't hit him because, again, he's not my kid. So, um, I mean, don't you play, like, brotherly with them, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we play, and, like, like we hit him a little? Lot. Like, a little, All right. but not, like, beating. Like, when he's disobeying me or something. Like, I don't, like, slap him, up, like, on the mouth for, like, saying something inappropriate. I might smack Dude. him upside the head, but like nothing too serious. Yeah, that 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 right there is a low or medium levels of stress hormones, so they learn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there have been times like uh, growing up, I was an only child. Yeah, uh, it was later in life where I start having uh, half brothers and half sister and stepbrothers and stepsister from my mom's side. Yeah. And growing up, all I had was it was my cousins, and I. Matter of fact, your name Andres it comes from one of my cousins growing up. Yeah. Well, part of it. The other part is because one of my favorite soccer players right, was Andres Escobar too. So. Yeah. Also, also heard that my name was supposed to be Andres Felipe, and that would have been. Mm-hmm the worst name because I would hate having two names in one. It's just like a stereotypical like Spanish name, you know, the Felipe part. And uh-huh. I know damn well I get clowned at school for being called Felipe. They'll call me a, hey. like already call me they already call me Pablo Escobar. It's like light skinned brother or something like that. Like my bad. <laughs> it's all good. But like listen, when when I was giving you that name, 
Yeah. It was your mom who wanted that Felipe as the middle name. I wanted to give you a middle name, but it wasn't Felipe. Yeah. It was going to be something else. I, I, I cannot think of it. But it, you don't like middle names? Um, I thought it was like, just going to be my, like my full name, like Andres Felipe. Like that's one name, no, no. like my first name. I don't have a middle name, so you know that. But no, no one else in the family has a middle name except for my mom and my dad, who's upstairs right now. So that those are the only yeah, people, I, and my grandma, but those are the only people yeah. I know of who has a middle name. I have a middle name. It's Enrique. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that. Cause, yeah. um, and, and I didn't want to give you Enrique, too, because my cousin's name was Andres Enrique, and I was like, dude, I, I mean, I cannot, like, name him just like him. Yeah. And so, like, how much brown nosing I'm going to give to my own cousin, you know? Yeah. But I was thinking of, uh, the, the thing is, it, it, it was going to be hard because I also wanted to name, name you after another of my cousins, which I grew up with. It, it was uh, Luis Ma. Yeah. There was Luis Mahin, and there's Jose Jose. Yeah. And there's also Brian. So it was hard to, like, choose a name. But, I mean, you stuck with Andres. So I was... Because I was telling your mom at that time, I was like, dude, I don't, I, I don't feel the name Felipe. I don't like that name. Yeah. And she was like, all right, no, no middle name. I was like, all right, cool, buddy. So that's why you got stuck with, without a middle name. But no, we were not planning on combining Andres and Felipe together. We were thinking of have, giving you a middle name. I always thought, like, but, like that was going to be like my first name. Like, just Andres Felipe as one name. And that's what I thought. Because that's how my mom Dude. explained it to me. So, yeah. <laughs> no. No, let me explain something to you. You lucky that you got a name like Andres. Yeah. One of my uncles, he was so close of getting the name Banfilo. <laughs> what that I started laughing. Banfilo. Banfilo. Yeah, it sounds like panda combined with... Pamphlet. It sounds like pamphlet. But like an accent yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about him? So, so he almost got that name. He he was this like super close. Like, I think like uh, his grandparents were about to write it down, and he ended up getting a different name, a more awesome name, on my saying. But but yeah, it's it's crazy. Is is I still laugh up to this day. Like I I will call him sometimes. Uh, Panfilo. Panfilo. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been a cool like but, nickname for him too. Like Panfilo. Like what does like does it stand for anything? Because I know some words have like meaning to them. So our names have like meaning to them. So my understanding on on my side of the family is that we don't have meanings. It's more like we name our family members after our grandparents or someone along our line of history yeah so i have one of my cousins decide to name her daughter after like a great grandmother which is amita amita yeah and and so on i wanted like switch things up and name you after one of my cousins but i was like you know what 
it it can have like two meanings. Andres as like Andres my cousin, and there's also Andres like Andres Escobar. Yeah. That and one of my favorite positions to play was defense. Uh, like one of my like for me when I play soccer, I always play defense. Funny thing is, and, like when I was younger, I would always play defense too. Like when I was on a school team, in elementary, oh, yeah? I always play defense. Like I was just put in that position. Yeah, I, I like so from my point of uh, the reason I play defense yeah. is that I I like to watch the game from from a point where if that I see that that the player has the the opposite player has a ball, I can confront him. I can pressure him. Like I feel like I've I move better without the ball than with the ball. Yeah. And so, but usually, if if my team is losing, I would usually just have this controlless mode of getting the soccer ball and just run through everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like as soon as the soccer ball landed on my, I look up a little bit and start like rushing. Yeah. And pass it along and just like so at least surprise the other team, like careful that the defender is like going going to score or something. Yeah. Um but yeah, that, so what is your your reasoning of liking to play defense? Uh I didn't like playing defense because I've always wanted to like have like like a more like I guess the contribution to the team or like if they didn't feel like I was contributing much because I was just standing there most of the time and waiting for something <laughs> to happen. And I just, I just hated that because I wanted to actually play the sport itself. Mm-hmm. It was only interesting when the um, opposite team was like coming towards me and it was like just pure pressure. Like I love that type of stuff. But when it comes mm-hmm. to like just waiting for the ball to get to like your side, it's just boring. So like, you know, well, I mean, what you what your team could have done is if they were if they couldn't find if the ball was on the left side or on the right on any position and you were at the middle of the field and they trying to find an opening, they could have always pass it back down to you yeah. to lower down their defense and then pass it up again and find an opening. Well, this was just elementary, so like we didn't have any like strategic. Oh, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's elementary, it was more like all the kids just chasing the ball. All yeah, pretty much. Yeah, hmm. but you said you like basketball. Yeah, I played basketball. Yeah, right? that's my favorite sport. Did you join a basketball team in high school? Um, not in high school because I got cut from every team because it's always the same teams from the year before, and it's annoying how it works here. But, um. What's it called? I did play on like soccer, like basketball teams here, like in whether it was like in tryouts for the rep teams, or in house league. House mm-hmm. league is just like a lower like you know division that's open, anyone can join. And I would play shooting guard and small forward. It's basically like I I have like at least a good like it was a good for a good position for me to play. Because I can shoot, mm-hmm. I could drive in when I want, I need to. I can set screens on, on um, offense whenever I need to. And it's like, and it works really good, like, for me as a player. 
So I enjoy that position. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can be a point guard because I don't think I'd be able to like find those people who are open or those good passes, you know. And I'm not tall enough to be like a center. So you know, or so yeah. So you your position, your shooting guard position, and the, you like to be playing without handling the yeah. ball. Yeah, and then, like, if I get past the ball and I need to handle it, then I can do that. Mm -hmm. It's not my job, but I can do it. And, yeah, I'm like, I'm, since I'm fast and I can jump really high, I usually go for layups because it's the easiest thing to do. And I don't really shoot that often. Can I can shoot, but I just I don't shoot often because, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's easier to do layups, obviously. I need to find an opening to get an easy bucket. It's not about making flashy points. It's just making... The basket and getting it in that's all that really matters sure it's cool to make a can you dunk i can't dunk not yet um okay. because of my injuries and also since i can't really go out or go to the gym because of covid can't really work out for my legs or nothing i can do home workouts but i just decide not to do them and i don't have a place to play basketball during the winter so it's like you know like i don't really have oh. any much play Especially since COVID started. Well, you, uh, well, dude, you can always do lunges and squats. Oh, at yeah, home. for sure. But I just decided not to do them. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, if you want to find a way, there's yeah, always there's always a way. a way. It's just up to you to decide whether yeah. or not to do it. Yeah. Uh, do you? Do you find it like you want to do that as a career? Or um, do you want to stick to psychology? So around the time I was in grade eight, it was like my dream to be in the NBA, right? And I mm -hmm. trained like really, really hard. Like every summer, every opportunity I can get. I'd find ways to play basketball during the summer, like go to community centers or whatever, right? And it even got to a point where at school I would play basketball when it was snowing and it was like negative 30 degrees. Like that's how much I love the game. And mm -hmm. I, in grade 10, uh, I was at my school because my teacher uh, hosts like a after school basketball program, right? And I would go to them and me, my friends and a bunch of other people, like the t teachers, um, friends would go show up to And I would be watching them playing, and they'd play with such intensity that I just sat there. And I was like, I was in awe. Like, I was like, I'm not going to get in that level. Because there's people who are, like, my age or younger, and they're playing, like, AAU for basketball. Like, going to the States just to train, just to do practice. Like, it's it was crazy. Like, I'm, yeah. I have a friend of mine. His name is Tom Bay. And he's, like, six seven, dark skin with dreads. And he's a really good player. He He can shoot. And he's six seven. Like not you don't see much people his height being able to shoot. Yeah. He doesn't only shoot, he can drive in, he can handle the ball. Like he can do all of that. And he's been playing like at a high level since he was like fourteen, I think. So mm -hmm. I was just like taking that in, I was like, Yeah, look at how much progress they made and I haven't even gotten on a school team. So I, that dream sort of died then and there. So I eventually I just got into like a dark state in my life and I just didn't know what to do. So after two okay. years of like not knowing what I was going to do, I finally found out about psychology.
like this year, like well, last year in 2020, I think it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I found out like, yo, this is actually something I'm interested in. This is something I can do because I've been doing it for people for like years now, every day, basically. So that's how I got into psychology. And that's sort of how basketball is for me now. I'm not as passionate into basketball as I used to be, but I still love playing it. I just don't watch much stuff involving it. Because in a way, it sort of like reminds me of like how I failed in that dream. But I still like enjoy playing it and stuff, which is, you know. I don't, here's my perspective of it. I don't feel like you failed that dream until you finally give up. And honestly, I don't see that you give up. I, you still young. You still have a chance. Yeah. Um, if if that's still your passion, regardless, I I say go for yeah. it. I, I say, I say like train a little yeah, harder. Sure. Do what because at the end of the day, you you're trying to compare yourself with other kids and even your friends. But you're probably comparing the the hour or the half hour that you see them, but you probably don't see what they what they do after that. So, and that's when one of the theories of like, while you're sleeping, I'm still yeah. working, you know, and and that's one of the things you gotta think about. Like, hey, if if basketball is what you really want to go and do, go for yeah. it and do it. Don't don't let it don't let it die on you um, because even if if you don't make it to the NBA, maybe you can make yeah. it to the G League. If not the G League, you know you might be able to play like somewhere, like, but like professional in, somewhere else, like even overseas. Yeah, truly really comes to it. Exactly, yeah, and that's sort of what I thought. But then, like and, you know, like my mind, like my emotions, and like sort of like my perspective on it like took over and I just gave up on it and that's when I failed like as soon as I thought I couldn't do it that's when I failed and it's okay now because I found like my new passion and it's psychology and getting into that okay and I'm excited for it because it's something I'm gonna love doing it's having a positive impact on people and actually like I had like a few people come to me today about like their issues and stuff and that's the stuff I'm, like, expecting to do and more when I become a psychologist. And I want to do that. Because, like, just by simply, like, talking to them, I already made an impact in their life. Like, this person, mm-hmm. she came up to me and she was just talking to me about what was going on. I gave her a reassurance. I told her some advice. I told her, like, yeah, my friend. Your friend? And Is she pretty? She's a friend. But, yeah, she's pretty, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. giving you but, you know she she was just coming to me about like some stuff that was going on in her life and I just talked to her about like what mm-hmm. to, what she should do how she should like you know cope with that and just by simply just talking mm-hmm. about it and just comforting her she just felt better and she was more motivated to do something better than just laying in bed all day and that's sort of what I want to do with others because mm-hmm. I know if I actually get a profession in this, I can, in fact, affect more people positively. And 
how would it affect you though this is sort of like my therapy like my therapy sessions like helping others is my therapy sessions like knowing that i have impacted someone in a way that that their life is sort of changing Mm -hmm. it helps me and makes me feel more valuable and that's something i enjoy i enjoy feeling the fact that i am like useful i hate knowing the fact that i'm useless because that's a part of depression depression is just constant thinking of oh i'm useless i'm and i'm a burden this isn't that and that's not the case it's like many people who have mental illnesses like that or any other mental illnesses they think they're a burden Mm -hmm. and i just want to change their perspective on that and understand that they're not useless because something is dragging them down they should use what they're being dragged down upon and sort of rise up from that and sort of like take your hell and turn it into your heaven that's basically what i did like i struggled with my mental issues and then i turned that into something positive where i can help others with their mental illnesses and then that way i help myself and them so that's basically why i enjoy Mm -hmm. psychology so much because I don't even understand how my brain works. And the moment I find that out, I can, I have Mm -hmm. the key to why other people also react the type of way they do. And as soon as I understand all of that, I'll understand Mm -hmm. how people get happy, become happy. And that's sort of my goal, like spread happiness in a way. So like to lower, because now like in the newer generations, depression is more common. Anxiety is more common mental illnesses overall they're just more common and there was a study showing that um people like students of like high school students are experiencing more stress now in school than people who are mental institutions in 1960 and that's crazy and obviously the numbers are going to keep rising and i kind of want to like lower that in a way i gotta like if I want to change something in the world, I got to start with myself first. I got to make, make this step forward into doing that. And that's sort of my end goal. Like, you know, like making others get introduced to like God and like understand like what they need to do to become happy. And if they're willing to, yeah, if they're willing to do it, they'll become happy. And that's the only way anyone will achieve happiness. If they know what their passion is, or what their purpose is, for me, that's my happiness, understanding that I have purpose and being here. So as long as everybody knows right. that, I'm sure everybody could be happy too. So I'm going to play a little devil's advocate yeah. here, though. Um, so you're doing it to help us, yeah. right? So here's what one of my understandings that I have is what if you cannot help that person? Um, if I can't help that person, how does that affect? You? Obviously that's going to yeah. affect me like pretty badly because I felt like I didn't do my job properly, but I'm sure that if I can't help a person, then at least someone can, because I remember, um, it's, so I don't want to be the down pointer yeah. here, though. But 
not everybody is the same. And you might have to encounter situations where you might not be able to help everybody. Yeah, for sure. You, you, and you, you might have that one patient that is not comprehending. And you got to know that it will not be your fault. Um, so basically my thought on that is I already experienced that. I've already, already experienced Uh like people who won't comprehend the fact that I'm giving them advice. They need to like, you know, accept it and they need to like, sort of like understand that what they need to do to make their lives better. I, what I did for myself is I've heard many stories from other people about how they've experienced rape, sexual assault, uh, domestic violence. I've heard it all. And basically with that, yeah. I'd help them cope with it. I'm there for them. And then I start involving, since it, it, they're kids, right? They're still like my age. I got yeah. close with their family. And I would talk to their uncle or their mom or whoever. And then I would talk to the person mm-hmm. first. And I would like get them to agree to with me to let them know about it. Because those are the like their authorities. Their mom, their uncle, whoever it is. They have control mm-hmm. over how the situation can, can turn out. So with like a person who went through assault or sexual assault, I told her mom first. I got to let her know that I'm going to let her mom know. She agreed with it. I told her myself to like help, it, help her out. And then eventually I made it so that her uncle knows too. And her uncle was like sort of like, her protection like they don't have a father figure in their house so her uncle is like the only like person there that's a man figure you know so he was there to protect them and make sure that the person who sexually assaulted her would never come back around right and her mother was there too so there's like two people who have authority over the kids who's protecting them overall and that's sort of how i'm gonna do it with when I get into psychology, if it's serious, I can get authorities to be involved as well. Like people who are either like higher rank than me or have a big, like a bigger impact when it comes to psychology overall and to other people. So that's what I'm going to do. Like involve authorities or people higher than me to help out as well. Like use my resources basically. All right. So, uh, Man, that sucks. I, I mean, I always feel like some sort of like um, empathy of of people going through those sexual assaults or any type of assault in the house, especially anybody younger uh, than eighteen, like kids and stuff like that, is is very uh, traumatic for them, and and it's yeah. really hard. Like. So many kids are going through so many serious topics that they shouldn't even know about. And people who, or kids who are like eight years old already experience this. Kids mm-hmm. are already thinking about committing suicide and stuff. And I hate that. I hate how society sort of like yeah. turned against itself and it just drifted from what it was supposed to be, where it's supposed to be like protecting one another. Yeah. And that's what I want to change. I want to change the fact that people are going through such things. Obviously, I'm not Jesus. I'm not God. I can't change the whole world, but it's, I got to start somewhere. I got to start at least in my city or with friends that I, that I have right now that I'm talking with about their issues. 
and I just got to start slow. That's how I work myself up and eventually pass it on to later generations where they'll learn more since there's more information in the future than there is now. And then eventually it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. And psychology is, uh, I, I believe that mental health is one of the issues that in the United States, nobody's touching. It's, it's very common. Uh, I believe that I'm not sure if the stats are right, but I believe that one in every one person is suffering from some sort of like anxiety or mental health issue yeah. at this point. And, and it's wonderful that you want to take that approach and, and find and found your passion in, in helping others because it's very good that you, it, it's very good that, a kid your age have that yeah. mentality. It's because I know what it's like um, to be down like that. I know what it's like to be in that dark space. <laughs> and me knowing that, why let anyone else go through that as well? Why let people go through hard times when they shouldn't be going through hard times? They Everybody needs some sort of comfort or something to help them out with their issues, whether it's like their parents <laughs> or their therapist or whoever they need someone and the whole idea of oh you don't need nobody you just need yourself that's not entirely true because people who are self-isolated all the time they could probably go insane because they might develop schizophrenia talking to themselves more than they should be because i know i talk to myself i'm sure everybody else does too but people who are only by themselves and detached from everybody else in the world I'm sure those develop like some form of schizophrenia or some sort of like depression for being so alone. And that's obviously not, you know, the best thing for people. Everybody needs someone. Everybody needs a friend or two or whatever. Everyone needs a family or someone to fall back on. So that's just a thing that I believe in. Like everybody needs someone. Yeah, definitely. And, for all my audience, you're not alone. You, uh, there's always a solution to anything that you're going through, and and it's very important to know that that men, like I personally do suffer from my own mental health issues. Uh, I do suffer from panic attacks and anxiety, uh, but with time, you can not overcome it but you can manage it and it had to do a lot with learning how the difference between managing and controlling. Um, my experience is that I, uh, one of the greatest examples that I, that I know is you, when you're on the beach, you cannot yeah. control the wave, but you can manage yourself through yeah. the waves. And it's very important to realize that there's certain things you cannot control in life and that's why i'm i'm telling you that there's that's why i'm playing devil's advocate and saying like hey you might not be able to save a certain person's life because of that and i want you to know that you can manage through it but you cannot control the situation because at the end of the day you 
you you're not able to control other people's uh mindset you cannot control yeah. other people at all and it's very hard to come to those conclusions um but it's possible it even like me making this podcast yeah i i do plan to talk about mental health uh especially from the experience that that i've been i uh, and talk to people about it about my experience because even on communicating with somebody and telling them like hey you'll do better if you do blah 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 i cannot say that to that person because i'm not i'm not even studying that it might work for me but not work for that person that i'm giving the advice to and so uh for me it's better to tell my story um explain the reasons and the choices that I made how I made it how how difficult it was for me and if I'm able to have one listener or have minimum of one person and say oh my gosh yes that is true I can do it this way I can do it this path thank you like that's that that I will be grateful for and I believe that that I did my part on helping in a certain way, you know? And I I constantly do try to help even my friends or my family member, especially the ones that listen, because they still see me as a baby. So, but that's <laughs> another topic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's... It, it it is a little hard, and and I could not be more proud of you that you choose this path. Uh, I'm very proud of you. Uh, I wish you nothing but success on for you to follow this path and continue on doing it. If along the road, if you end up finding a different passion, just so you know, it's okay. Uh, that's one of the things that I never learned until now. I I went through, uh, let's see, four different type of passions in my life. One of them being criminal justice. Another one being a nurse. Another one being an IT, uh, IT tech uh, engineer. So I... I like I'm constantly changing and and so far I found this passion, this hobby of doing a podcast. And because my mind has constantly been like I wanna do a little bit of everything and and doing a little bit of everything, I you can become a master yeah. of none of nothing instead of focusing on one path so yeah man um yeah. that's good that you're going for that uh that's that's good that you have the passion and you are helping others yeah. that's great how how uh, how did, does that ha, has it occurred to you 
or has it have you had a situation where it didn't go as planned or and how um, do you handle that definitely an issue that i didn't that i didn't go to plan was the nba thing and it was hard for me because it was my passion it was my dream i really believed it was my purpose and realizing that it wasn't and thinking i don't have a purpose that's super you know damaging to your mental health <clears throat> and mm-hmm. like it's just like there's this statistic that men need a purpose in life because women already have their purpose at birth that they're expected to be a mother that they're supposed to have children that's sort of their expectations gen- wait. genuinely i'm not saying it's that wait, wait, women that are genuinely like expected to have to be a mother to have children no no way back when you said that men, men have like a... they need like a purpose in life okay. where like they need to be further mental okay. health women they already have their purpose in life uh-huh. sort of set out while men they need to find that during their life Ooh. you know so like i don't believe that like hey, not all women that? are like their purpose is like oh yeah they got okay. mother. like no nah, not every person or not every woman deserve that you know no, trust me, okay. trust me, trust me. No, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. All right. No, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I misheard that, and I was like, wait a minute. That's why I was, like, cutting you off. Yeah, that's why yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. back up, back. No, no, that's way too controversial. Trust me, crap. I don't believe in All that. All right. Woo. But, like, that's sort of, like, sort of, like, no, no, no. natural yeah. motherly instincts, you know? Like, you know how every person has their gut, in, like, gut feeling, gut feeling. Women have, like, a specific one when it comes to, like, children or, like, when it comes to certain things, you know, when it comes to, like, being a mother. That's what I believe. Like, they have instincts on, like, how things work, you know? Because, like, even in, like, the animal kingdom, mothers, Uh like, animals who are mothers, they already know what to do with their babies. That's their Mm -hmm. instincts while given to a male animal they probably won't know how to take care of that baby you know but but we're comparing animals well, that's different, versus humans but i'm just mean and, i'm just saying like the, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and so like where it originated from like that motherly instinct you know and i i know like motherly inst- like i know for mother like women when they do have like some sort of uh like their sleep i'm butchering this information by the way i'm i'm not 100 percent sure i i i haven't even looked it up yet but my understanding is that women do have like some sort uh like sensitive ears so when they go to sleep yeah. they can hear their baby cry and it might not be accurate it might be accurate but that's my understanding but that's one thing is that, man, that, that whoever believes that women already have a purpose. Yeah, yeah. that's, 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 too far. that's like, uh, that's way too, dude, like, yeah, no. dude, you but have like, a problem. <laughs> that's not what I believe in. Every you person know? has their own purpose, whatever they believe it is. Like, I know that no matter their gender, their race or sexuality, and- that's their own purpose is what they discover Mm -hmm. but like in society is like expected to for them to be a mother right 
So like it's almost like they already have their purpose set out. Yeah. While men, they don't really know that because they have to be the providers. They're expected to be the providers by society. Mm-hmm. And when they're not, and when they're not, ooh, like men are the only ones who aren't loved immediately mm-hmm. with unconditionally. Women are loved unconditionally because, you know, they're sought after by men. And kids are loved unconditionally because there's, you know, they're kids. They don't need to prove anything to be loved. But men, they need to provide something in order for them to be valued, for them to, like, have a reason to be loved for, you know? Like, there's many instances where, like... and now you're saying that that's what men believe. No, no, no. Like, and women believe? Some people believe or And some people believe Like, society that. expects men okay. to provide while women are, like, the receivers. That's what they're expected in society. And that's what, how society sees it. I don't see it that way. Just clarifying. But society does. Yeah. Okay. Be- because I, I also don't believe on that either. And I will what I've seen is like we're becoming to a state, uh, a time where men yeah. usually are not the providers anymore. Men sometimes are the caretaker. Um, the whole housewife is now house husband, or they have a specific word they call each other now. And and there's even times where I'm like, dude, I don't mind taking care of her, like. I tell my wife, it's like, because my wife is the one who yeah. makes more money than me right now. And I'm okay with that. Any I less don't of a feel person. like, yeah, that is like yeah. any less of a person, you know, I don't feel anything about it. If, if anything, I'm like, yeah. dude, go get my, <laughs> go get that money. Be my sugar mama. I joke with her about it, you know? And, and I even look at her sometimes and I'm like, can I get that new PlayStation 5? And she'll look at me like, dude, no. Like, what are you tripping? So, like, I don't feel in any sort of way that men should be the provider or women should, you know. It, at the end of the day, you, for the listeners, you guys got to find you're cutting out, what your you're passion being, is. You're being, like, extremely it, static. It, it might not. Again, hold on. Uh, oh, crap. Hold on. Oh, there we, we go. There we go. We're good. So, right, so you were saying? Right, okay. Okay. Sorry. It's just like for, for the listeners, like you got to comprehend that men and women, you're are, you got to yeah. find your passion, whatever that is. And, and whatever your passion is, go for it. Yeah. You only have one life. And, there is no evidence so far. There is no facts, no evidence yeah. that there is an afterlife. So this yeah. life is one and only. And you barely have 100 years to live, which if you ask anybody, you don't remember your first five years of your life or your first three years of your life. And when you get to 70 and 80, you might be way too old. So you literally have less than 100 years to enjoy every moment of this and do it in the most positive way ever, too. Like, be nice to each other. Be loved. Like, 
give love to each other and you feel like that's way more better than than fitting into the negativity in life and so for me is yeah women sure. you don't have to have kids and yeah. and you don't have to not have kids it's something that you gotta want to if you want to have kids great i know people who like yeah. their biggest passion is to become a mother and i'm like great go for it find yourself a husband or if you don't want to feel if you want to have a kid on your own there's there's so many kids that want yeah. to be adopted too go for adoption do it that way if yeah. you cannot have kids there's always adoption you know and and that's what like for me is you gotta find that passion even if even if it's little as as like if your passion is go like, for it. like burgers it doesn't matter day, how much money you're dude, that's your passion you're go for it with still that's pretty much all life is about but like yeah everybody needs that and no matter what the race their gender <laughs> sexuality religion everybody needs to have their purpose obviously it can't be something like that harms others because that's not a real purpose that's just being evil but like yeah they just gotta find that one thing that brings them joy that doesn't involve hurting others and yeah, what you're saying yeah and also and also that you gotta understand like there's many tales on there's always two wall like the two tail wall for something like that the the way that my social worker yeah. as he likes to call it but i call him my psychiatrist as my psychiatrist always tells me is that you have two plans one it's dying yeah. and the other one you keep feeding it and you gotta like feed the other one if the other one is your passion your happiness your joy like if you keep feeding into your anxiety into your depression into your into your into your negative thoughts of course that that plant is going to grow bigger and, and stronger than if you feed it with positivity if you feed uh, your joys and that's very critical you 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 got to have you got to find a way of feeding into your positivity find a way to And I might not, and I honestly don't, uh, for the audience, I don't know what, what that is for you. I know for me is eating a steak or something, you know, like I'm fine with that. Or like every time I, I remember my first couple days of having panic attacks, I cut off coffee. And then as six months later, I was like, man, I really want some coffee. I love coffee. And the one way that my psychiatrist told me is like, dude, yeah. if you like coffee, drink it. Enjoy it. So every sip that you drink, be like, it's your last sip. It's just an, ooh, that tastes so good. Even when, like, for me, one of my favorite foods 
are wings. So I will order some wings and I just enjoy, yeah. I rip all the meat out of the bone. And for those who know me, they know I rip I hate all the, the meat so. out of the bone. I just mm, like, I can't even, I, I hate done. the cartilage. Well, no, yeah, I don't even like want to touch it. Out, it. Like, it I, I'm disgusted by blade, cartilage. But... Yes. I'm disgusted. I would eat around it. What? Man. Like, <laughs> I mean, you could have. Man, I would grab that wing and just like, like, you know. And <laughs> oh no! Don't don't leave the worst for me, man. Like, you kidding me? Like, if I see like a piece of me sticking out because it's hanging like, out I'll of the cartilage, I'll be like, too. like Dude, you know, you like I would definitely leave out the cartilage. Oh okay. Yeah. It, and so, yeah, like for me, you just got to find yeah. your passion. And once you find your passion, do it. Uh, like, there's many stories. Like, there's this lawyer who was constantly making yeah. a lot of money, but he was depressed. He went into depression. And then he ended up, like, end up in somewhere in India or Indonesia. I don't remember which one. And he ended up finding now, like, he loved elephants. So he ended up, like, being next to an elephant. So he left. I'm not saying leave all your money aside to go pl play with an elephant. But I'm saying, like, if your passion is traveling, make sure you're, set, like, have a job where they yeah. can give you, like, a two-week vacation not only, so you like, can go just travel. a random job. Because if you're going to spend the rest it, of your it, life it, doing it, something... There's got to be something that you enjoy. You can't be like forced to do it because then you're yeah. like half-assing it. So you definitely got to like, you definitely got to find something that you enjoy doing at least a yeah, little bit. If you can't per properly find like a job related to it, then you know you balance out your time. You can't mm -hmm. focus fully on one thing or the other. You got to like balance it too. Because if you focus too much on your joy, then mm -hmm. you're gonna eventually lose your job because you're not focusing on it properly. Or whatever, and if you focus too much on your job, you're not gonna have enough time to enjoy yourself, and that's where you the depression comes in from that lawyer who was spending too much time working instead of balancing it out. Yeah. So another thing is like if you enjoy traveling nowadays in 2020 or sorry 2021, we have so yeah. many ways to make money now. Like, if you want to be a travel, uh, if you want to focus in traveling, like you can, I, I follow uh, this person named Ace Life, who's this uh, kid from uh, Florida, who decided to go visit every country and live there for like a couple months and then move out. He's right now, st uh, I believe he's during the pandemic, he got stuck in Colombia. And I've been watching every video that he makes, and he actually have been helping the Colombian community a lot. But I see, like, when he and also he encounters like some Venezuela. So the purpose of that story is that he end up doing what he loves, and even earning money doing it. Not not like a couple thousands uh, a month, but he ended up enjoying his life. He ended up exploring Colombia even yeah. uh, 
Like that's really cool. Like finding some, finally finding that thing that brings you joy. Like that's really like amazing thing to feel. Mm -hmm. Because after so long of feeling a type of way and finally feeling something different and it's positive, that completely changes your Mm -hmm. mindset. It gives you more motivation. Like I finally found it. I gotta work for it, and you want to work for it. So him finding like he likes traveling. He's got to work to get the money for it and he'll continue traveling and he's enjoying that because it's meant for traveling. Yeah, he, he constantly makes videos when he walks around, uh, walks into a restaurant and kind of like rate the food and it's like, this is pretty good or this is pretty bad or like, I enjoy this, I enjoy that. And you it's beautiful. I'll, I'll send you the link. And I, if I figure out how to like post links in this podcast, I will. But you can find it on my social media. So that way you guys will be, uh, my audience can be aware of who I'm talking about. But, but yeah, it's, it's great. It, it is true. You got to focus on, on your passion and stuff. Yeah. But you said you still play basketball, right? Okay. Uh, sometimes, Do yeah. you happen to watch it sometimes? So do you saw the crazy Hard transfer? Going to the bloodbuster transfer that just it. happened today? Like, like he, how long was how long Yo, was it for? Like, uh, I'm not sure. Let me. I will pull. I honestly can't believe Harden after so long and being. I love sports. Finally going somewhere else. I never thought I'd see the day that happened. I really thought he was gonna retire before he tried. Yeah, he wasn't happy. But he wasn't happy though. That comes to like prove to show like if you're not enjoying something, you can always change that up. And he changed it up. He wasn't happy in Houston. He went to Brooklyn. Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure if it was his ideal spot to go. Was it? Uh, oh, he wanted to play with uh, Kevin Durant. So Kevin sure. Durant, Kyrie, Harden. I don't yeah. know how Kyrie and Harden are gonna play together. And that's why he chooses their positions and all, and how they play to, and like how they like their play style and all. But it's so, gonna be a crazy trio. So right now, yeah, Kyrie right now is having some mental issues or something or. At least that's what the, what the meat. This this is what I'm talking about. I don't I don't know how how bad the media is influencing on this on the facts, but but I'm it making it sound like uh, Kyrie Irving is having some mental issues that he's not communicating with the uh, with his with the Brooklyn Nets that he's mm. and they're doing an investigation on him. Um. But back to Harden. Yeah. Harden uh, got drafted in 2009. He played for Oklahoma City. Then he got uh, traded Rockets. back in 2012 to to Houston Rockets. Yeah. And then he made like a contract ex- extension on that. One one of the most insane at that yeah. time. It was an insane contract amount of money that he earned for the Houston Rockets. And not just that, but in the state of Texas. I believe that you don't have to pay state taxes or something. So, of 
Yeah, I, I will. I will probably let me Google it right now. Let me see. And let me see here. Texas residents uh, pay no personal state income taxes. So you imagine like whatever he was earning, he was even earning more because yeah. it doesn't cut it out out of the taxes. And and it's not like California, like the Lakers or the Clippers where like like yeah. 50% of your wages go to straight to taxes. And it's insane. Um. But yeah, now that he uh, got traded to the Nets, yeah. uh, we're gonna see how they I'm, play together. I'm ready to see I'm the highlights. I'm ready for to it. see the highlights now because I don't, I don't have anything to like, watch you? the actual games on because I don't have cable. I just have Netflix and YouTube, so I'm just gonna watch the highlights or like whatever, right, on Instagram or on YouTube. So I honestly can't wait to see how they all okay. play together. They obviously need to like work on their chemistry because it's the first time they play together. As like a trio, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like an insane trio because mm-hmm. Kyrie, Harden, and Kevin Durant—they're all all stars. They're all super good at the game. Kyrie's an amazing ball handler. Harden, an amazing shooter and driver, and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is an amazing mm-hmm. defensive player and offensive player. So seeing that, I'm like, you know, I'm not sure if they'll win a ring, mm-hmm. but this year at least. But I'm sure they will eventually. I I feel like they have to. Uh, they they can. They still have. A, I believe that they still have a oh, chance yeah. to win a ring. Oh yeah. For they sure. just have to work out their locker room problems if they have any, or if and by locker room problems yeah. I mean like more the off the court problems that they yeah. having, or at least that's what the media is interpreting right now. You know, and and uh, what's it called? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I believe that. They can win a championship. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it sucks for my Utah Jazz. Yeah, especially when they face because against... it's gonna be more complicated. For Wait, them no, to win the match is Eastern, and then you right. So Houston is Western, mm-hmm. and then Houston is Utah's Western. Also Western. So not, I think they're gonna be okay, truthfully, if they face against the Houston Rockets. The re- they make it to the champ, but the what's it called? The the playoffs, yeah. I forgot the word. Playoffs? Yeah. Nah, you're good. I have brain farts all the time. Uh, for me, it's more of the um, the Houston Rockets, even though they trade James Harden. Oh, yeah. John Wall's uh, amazing. Yeah. They still have John Wall. They still have uh, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins. They still have Boogie. Yeah. Sorry, I just stole I just stole something from Jalen uh Jalen Rose, man. He's one of oh, my yeah. favorite person to listen to in the news media. But like they still have oh, those two and believe it or not, they're amazing. amazing he can't shoot, players. but I mean he's not and... meant to shoot. He just meant to like post up and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's super good. He can still shoot? Oh, have... no, he can't shoot. He can still shoot. No. Nah. Oh, I... yeah, he can still shoot. Nah. He just hasn't. I, he, I don't he, think he chooses, he chooses not to because he can't make the shot. But I, I believe that he can still shoot. Like man. everything else, 
<laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. You, you don't piss him off. Oh, for sure. <laughs> don't piss but him I mean, off. He, he might start like if he's in the throwing, post, man. he's pretty much unstoppable. He's basic. He's almost what? like a Yao Ming, but not Yao Ming. You know, definitely not as good as Yao Ming was in his prime. But you know, I, I, yeah. But I I I think that this Rockets are looking good. Yeah. Regardless of uh, Harden being out. I have high hope. I mean, there's high hopes for the Rockets. I just personally, I'm a oh, yeah. Utah Jazz fan, so I'm a root for my Jazz over the Rockets. But they it, do have they, they do have good players. And dude, in Demarcus' uh, salary right now, let me see. According to ESPN.com, right now his salary is 1.6 million. And they just got rid of uh, the Harden's contract so that you know they're going to have, like, a huge gap to bring a superstar, another superstar or something. Their biggest contract right now is John Wall for $41.2 million. They got Victor Oladipo. And, oh, they got Victor Oladipo. I forgot it. Yeah, so, sorry. I, I'm new with this, guys, so, Sorry. So the big, so this mm. uh, trade with James Harden, it was a fourteen trade. It they they did it with the Cavaliers, the Indiana mm. Pacers, uh, Brooklyn, and Houston. So Harden got his wish of going to Brooklyn. Then Brooklyn's, uh, I feel sad about this because I love this basketball player. Uh, his name is uh, Jer. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm so bad with names. Uh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen and yeah. and Tariq Prince, they went to the Cavaliers. The Pacers mm. are getting Karis Levert in a second-round pick. The Rockets are getting, and listen yeah. to this, they're getting Victor Oladipo, which is amazing. And he got hops, too. Very underrated. I feel like he's not the tall, most underrated player. But he got hops. He can dunk uh, if he really, like, whenever he wants. Like, he's a really good player. He's explosive. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they got Danton Exum. Yeah. He used to be a Utah Jazz player. He, he He's really yeah. good. Uh, I feel like he has a lot of potential still. But he can... If he put, I don't know if it's his mind into it or if they give him a chance, he will explode too. Uh, Rodion Corrooks and four first pick, excuse me, four first pick and four pick swaps. And the Nets James only Harden. get James Harden and a second round pick. That's how, that's uh, how pick. it is. Huh? Yeah, but uh, what I know from Brooklyn, uh, ever since they switched to Brooklyn Nets, hmm. they make some blockbuster move, and they haven't got anything in return. The last blockbuster move was when they got Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Garnett, and what's the third one? There was a third one there. Yeah, I don't remember remember his name man I'm having a brain fart see what I mean and and so they got that blockbuster move when they 
they literally got rid of all their first round picks. Yeah, Brooklyn was making the playoff, but they end up not winning yeah. anything. And and at the time, Darren Williams was a big name. Uh, Darren Williams just got moved from uh, Utah Jazz to um, to the Brooklyn Nets, and they were his name was as high as Chris Paul's name. And but on that trade, we got Derek Favors, oh. which he's been amazing for the Utah Jazz. But yeah, uh, I I honestly feel that for the Utah Jazz, we're missing a. I don't I don't want to say that yeah. we're missing because I don't want to take any value of of any of the players that are there. Yeah. Of course, all the players who are there, they're they're there for a reason. But but my opinion is that one of the shooting forwards need to either bulk up or or work on their defense so they can like step up to a player like LeBron James or Kevin Durant or anything you know we got to evaluate how can we stop those superstar names and still dominate around our mm-hmm. other positions you should have like won right now with Don, Donovan yeah, mentioned okay. my one of my favorite players uh I'm still kind of salty of that. Dude, I agree. I okay. agree. I, I think he got I, I think he got robbed of it. Uh he because of Ben Sim- Ben Simmons did oh, yeah. actually wear the yeah. 76ers uniform during the year before. Like whether it's summer league or not, dude. Nuggets. Like you still he got wear, drafted, but then he got traded uh, before with the, and then he went to Utah. I'm pretty sure it was the Nuggets' biggest mistake ever. Mm-hmm. No, this, I mean, look what they did well, to I mean, us I mean, on, like, on the like, bubble I mean, they playoffs, did the dude. trade. Then, the Nuggets just right now, us, they're, even... they're doing all right. But I mean, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think they saw it as a mistake, but I, yes, maybe. Um, let me see here. If I, I, I think it was uh, Jamal Murray. I think so. The the player that we traded for. Let me double check. So, mm, selected, but then so he got drafted 2016 round uh, no, round number one, pick seventh overall. Selected by Denver Nuggets. Oh. Man, I should look into the Utah oh, yeah. Jazz. Oh, and he's from from Canada, where you're from. Oh, yeah, I know that. I know. He's actually yeah, Kitchener. He, uh, Jamal yeah, uh, Murray. He's from yeah, Ki- I know. Kitchener, oh, yeah. Ontario. You know what's funny? Yeah. There's this person, this girl who goes to my school, or used to go to my school, claiming that she was related to Jamal Murray. And I, no one believed her. Her mm-hmm. name, her last name is Murphy or something like that. It's close to Murray, but I mean, like, it's, you know, it's not exactly his last name at all. Mm-hmm. But even so, it's just I highly doubt that they're related or not. I mean, there. I know this person who says that she was related. Like one of her uncles used to play for the uh, either play for the Utah Jazz 
or something like that. Yeah. I believed it. I, I mean, if yeah. they're lying, they're lying to themselves. If anything, not, not to me. Like I would be like, sure, I mean, cool. I'm very. Some things I would believe like, off I would the believe bat anything, if it makes sense. Lie. If it's probably so, backed up with, you know, reasonable statistics and all. But if it's just random, randomly on the internet, then I won't really believe it. Because, you know, anything could be faked nowadays. Like, everything could be photoshopped. Everything could be, you know, it could be all set up. Yeah. Yeah, so the trade was uh, traded You're to all the static Jazz by the Denver Nuggets. I want to see... Oh my god! Really? Let me know when you can hear me. No. One two three. One two three. One two three. How about now? How about now? It's getting a little better. 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 But it's still staticky. No. Ah oh, man. How about now? I feel like I don't know what's going on. I don't understand what you're saying. I might have say. to do it through my laptop instead next time. Oh, there we go. There's I know. One. I'm just trying to commu- say anything to see if you can hear me better. No. no. All right. I no, I was just saying. No, like, I'm no, trying no, to say anything no. to see if you can hear me better. But. Okay. So I was just saying that uh, he got traded. Uh, I want to see yeah, I can still hear you now. what they got in return. Can you still hear me good or? Okay, okay, making sure. So, yeah, let me. I'm doing a quick research on him. Let's see. So, yeah, so Mitchell was drafted by the Denver Nuggets with a 13th pick overall uh, in the 2017, only to be traded uh, to the Utah Jazz for the 24th pick. Uh, Tyler uh, Lidham and Trey Lyles. And Mitchell signed a four-year contract. Uh, okay. So he got traded for for the 24th pick. Okay. And he got traded for well, I mean, an additional player. He's a good player still. But I mean, like, no. And even that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Tyler Linden, he played for Denver uh, for two years. Actually, he's under contract for uh, for those two years, but then he went to Rio Grande Valley Viper yeah. on 2017 and 2019. He was for the Capital City Gogo. So it it looks like the pick they got wasn't that successful. So yeah, you might be right. They probably did regret it. Let me see how Trey Lyles or Leeless. I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. Another Canadian professional basketball mm. player. Uh, he's now with the San Antonio Spurs. He got tra- he got traded in 2017. He played for Denver for two years, and now he's playing for the San Antonio Spurs. So yeah, yeah, I love basketball. Mm. I I love to play. I I'm mean, too short for it. Isaiah Thomas five, seven. how tall now? Like five four. Uh, Five nine? No, 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 no. I mean, current Isaiah Thomas, like back in five nine. Not, Jordan was still playing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I say yeah, Thomas. No, no, the, no way. The Hold Detroit Pistons basketball player. He was like six foot tall or something Is like there, that. Uh, Thomas. Ooh, let's do this. Five nine. Wait. He's 185 meters. 185 meters. He's not six foot. There's no way. That's a lie. He was so short. Yes. 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 Isaiah Thomas is... Yeah, six. I could have sworn he was Yeah. I tell you, one of my favorite basketball players that I sort of remember watching playing... Oh yeah. Uh, Spot Webb. Uh, his last name was Webb. He was the five. Uh, he was five seven in the basketball. Uh, he there was a player who was for the Atlanta like, pretty Hawks. sure, and he played for I think the Charlotte Hornets. Forgot his name though. Uh, Jordan, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Spot Webb. Thank you. Spot Webb. Uh, the basketball player from the... And there's Muggsy Bogues. Bogues. Is um, Earl uh, Boykin. I uh, think he was 5'3". One second. He was 5'3". Yeah. Muggsy, uh, yeah, oh, by yeah. three, yeah, yeah, he was the shortest one. Great player, he, he, and that's one of the great reasons to to let you know, like, hey, it doesn't matter how tall you are in yeah. basketball, if you want to pursue basketball, yeah. you just have to have the most dedication of your freaking life, especially if you're 5'3. You have to prove that you can shoot like three. You you're not afraid to go up there. You, defi- you definitely gotta be like the do one a layup to draw or even dunk with a, short, on the center, especially in the somebody NBA, taller than you. There's so much people who are way taller than you, obviously, because mm-hmm. I think the average height in the NBA is like six seven or six five. And the thing about that is, since you're small, you can easily draw fouls and like you know, so they definitely gotta be like good at like drawing fouls and like making those free throws. So, you know, yeah. That's my take on that. Yeah. Yeah, the average height on NBA is listed as 6'7". Yeah. And that's because they're not counting Isaiah Thomas, the 5'9 player. Which, I, I got to say, they really disrespected him. I feel like I'm not sure if it was Boston, but I feel like they're really disrespecting him in the way they treating him. That after his sister passed away, yeah. suffering from a hip injury, and he still yeah, dropped like was... 36 points on the playoff. Yeah, I don't know, man. And they just trade him like that. Business yeah, is business. I, I, they don't care about bear. what you went through, which sucks. But you know, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, and and that's why yeah. like those people who are workaholic, like dude, be careful where you work. Yeah. 
it's better to be your own boss than 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 working for somebody sometimes because you might be replaceable. Like if something happens to you, this is one of the biggest debates that not biggest debates, but biggest conversation that me and my friends have. Like, dude, if your work is still sending you to the office without precautions during this co- yeah. during this pandemic, they don't care about you, man. You are yeah. easy replaceable. They, if you die from COVID, they will not even do a ceremony at all. They were like, "Hey, sorry, uh, this." Yeah. They wouldn't even say that you passed yeah. away because it's some met is personal information that they will not yeah. share with everybody. You will have to hear from outside the oh yeah, the it's, workplace. it sucks how and like when you hear it's now. like yeah they got COVID because inside the work like my like, dad work. he works in I think yeah. a mill right and he works mm-hmm. so like he basically like fixes up machines and all that right and. They don't really care about COVID. They still like someone yeah. was tested positive, and my dad was working with him all day that on that on that day, Ooh. and he found out like two days later that that person he was working with was positive, and thank God he didn't test positive either. But um, yeah, after that they still told him, yeah, just keep going to work. You gotta do this and that and like all that stuff and it's just like they don't care they just need to like get their stuff mm-hmm. done and everything and that's one of the things that we have to be careful regardless whether it's protocol or not if for the companies you gotta take care of yourself if if you if you do the right things yeah. by wearing a mask, uh, stay social distant for people, you know, you should be, I mean, there's no thing you should be safe, but it's the best you can do. And the thing with this virus is that we don't even, like, this virus will, like, let you know that you used to, uh, you were going to suffer from a heart attack. You were suffering from, like, blood clot. You're going to suffer from uh, that virus. It's going to find something that you didn't know you were suffering from and going to find out sooner or later with that if you get COVID. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's one yeah. of those uh, one of those things that is crazy. How do you so talking about COVID and crazy things here? Um, how do you how do you uh, how is it your perspective living in Canada, looking in United States, and um, how you, truthfully, how the media definitely handling illustrating you, States, United States for you? Like you can't trust the map. Like did you see what happened to the capital? Like. <laughs> he provoked that to happen. He provoked all those rioters to go to the Capitol and yeah. commit like terrorist acts. Mm-hmm. If it was a group of colored people, they would consider that terrorism, you know? And that just comes to show how corrupt this system is in the States. And not only in the States, it's kind of corrupt here too in Canada. 
and I'm sure it's corrupt everywhere else in the world. And it just, it's sad knowing that people of color are, like, just looked down upon and seen as, I don't know, not normal. And it just sucks to know that. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, that's that's my take. You mean, like, a minority? A person, I, just, I saw this, like, a couple of days mm-hmm. ago, that um, someone who, write, who went through the what's it called capital was sent to jail for one year while someone who was in the protest for black lives matter was like sent to jail for or prison for eight years and they were they were doing peaceful protests too and everything so it just comes to show like how against people of color the system is mm-hmm. and it just it's sad seeing that happen in today's society like even though Canada is a multicultural yeah. country and as well as the states, there's still a lot of racism. And especially in the city I live in. I think the city I live in is the most racist. Mm-hmm. Like 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 statistically. Like I'm not joking. Like they're the most racist city in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. So Definitely. Do you like storm have you experienced any encounters of whatever, racism? Following me around stores because oh. I don't want to steal something. Getting weird looks and asking like questions that are like way out of pocket. Um, hearing things muttered under the breath after speaking to me, like stuff like that. And also in grade one, um, this was I think in grade one was the first time I've experienced it. It was when these two like foreign exchange students, right? They spoke only Spanish. And since I spoke mm-hmm. Spanish, I would translate for them and I would speak with them, right? And the teacher would yell at us for for speaking Spanish, for not speaking English, saying that it's Canada, we have yeah. to speak English. And it's disrespectful to speak other languages in front of other people. And I ex- tried explaining, yeah, in Canada. Like I tried explaining... The, what I was doing, but since I was a kid, Man, Canada? I can't like you know fight back against someone like a teacher. I uh, know, mm-hmm. and she. Well, I was a kid. I was ignorant. Like, oh hell like, no! I would have tell you to. You know, that's what I mean. Fight back, man. and the thing or, is, fight like, back. I would Did she even like? Was it called like? She would yeah. not allow me to participate in certain, like, excuse me, like, like group activities in class just because of that, because I spoke Spanish in, in front of them and with them. So, yeah. like, it's, it's a norm, and that's a sad thing. It shouldn't be normal that's, to go through that. I'm sorry. You and went through that, honestly, man. it's expected. Like, I expect to go through something like that now and i'm sure as other people are so, i'm afraid of to go drive sometimes because what if one day i get pulled over by someone who's racist you know so that's just that's just the issue and it just yeah you have to go through that i get it yeah uh i get it it's it's also a fear to me i the times i got pulled over I, I always like shiver. I'm always, and I'm always like terrified. I always have my license and registration ready to be handled because 
if I even try to open my box, they immediately look inside. And and whoever knows me, I'm the most lovable person. I yeah. cause no harm unless harm is done to me. But, you know, that's another story. But, yeah. but no, like, I'm surprised that even in Canada, yeah. you've experienced that, especially the, the language, yeah. because Canada is known to speak French, to speak two languages, English and, and French. And for your first grade teacher to tell you, like, don't speak Spanish is, for me, I found it uh, both You're shocking and insulting at the same it's time. Aesthetic, you know? Because it's like, dude, you're doing a favor uh, to your class. No, it, like I can sort of understand some uh, things, but it's just, you know. Man, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, it's a little clearer, but it's How about now? staticky. Can you hear me? It's just staticky. Like can I can, hear? I can like sort of understand that you're saying, "Can you hear me?" Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So you can understand me. All right. I, I'm going to figure this out. Uh, yeah. I want to make sure that this doesn't happen in my future podcast on keep getting static is I'm currently using my phone and using an application to do my podcast. So that's what I'm not sure if it's the signal or if it's something else. Oh, yeah. It's better now. But it's better now. Can you hear me better or is it still static? And all I do is like but literally walk fine. around the house and then I go back to my office and you still are able to hear me better. It, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on. Well, I will figure it out. I have a podcast. Yeah. Hopefully, I have a podcast with one of my good friends who yeah. actually also have a podcast. Uh, he, he's the host of Great People. And I suggest you get all my audience follow him. He does have like, he's more organized than I am. Like my podcasts have literally been like, hey, what's up, my friends? All, all that stuff. And just have like a, a, a chit chat or a conversation with so far, it's only been like two people, one of my good friends, Erwin, and my son, Andres, right here. So uh, he's going to help me out, uh, probably give me tips on what kind of equipment I should use on maybe like a different platform. I'm not sure. I, I really like this platform. Yeah. It's really helpful because all I got to do is send an invite like i just I send just, a link I to just you accept it and join the and phone. that's pretty much it and that's like it you, i don't know what you do on your side because i never got a microphone on my phone that's and, it yeah yeah exactly and that's how i do my podcast it's literally like two clicks and i'm already doing my podcast man so yeah, I, like the static like threw me off. I forgot where I left off. Um, I'm I'm really sorry you went through that. Um, I definitely have experienced uh, some sort of racism, but 
like I said, I, at that moment, like for me, I'm that type of person, like I might experience <laughs> yeah. it and not see it, but <laughs> hey, like yo, give me like 30 man. minutes or an hour later. I'm like, that seems kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wait a minute, yo, come back. And, like five years and later, I do and that with like arguing. Finally, like, back. whenever I'm arguing, I, I don't know what to say. I'm like, and then they walk away. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like five minutes later, I'm like, yeah, I should have said this. I'm like, go back to that person. And this and blah blah blah. And, you know, it's, yeah. I'm that type of person. Like, I'll, I would like not know what to say at that moment, but I'm like, yo, I should have said this and this and this. But, but yeah, man, it's, it, it, it's for me, like, yeah, I have experienced it. No, yeah. I do not treat it. I do, up to this day, I, tr- I do my best on not accepting it. And so, regardless how hard it is, regardless of the feedback, Hello. The feedback has always. You just cut out and now you're static again. Sorry, I just got a phone call. And so. I don't understand. uh, Now you're cutting out. You're static now. How about now? Can you hear me better? No. Now, 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 now. Am I sounding better? If I start singing, let me know. No, I don't. It's not better for me. Do I sound like out of tune? No? I don't understand. I didn't understand what you said. Do I sound like out of tunes? I heard it sound like something. Out of tunes? Robotic? Out of tune? Oh, no, no, no. It's not uh, like out of tune. It's just staticky. Barely out like, 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 understandable. Do no, I, sound- I don't. Do I sound better? No. No? Uh, this is gonna be my struggle, but I'm excited for. Nah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna go ahead and take this as a positive. I'll work on my podcast. Got a little better, but it's still pretty staticky. I'm literally just walking around the house, just trying to find a better signal. And the funny thing I, is, I don't understand anything. Nothing. Oh, come on, man. Work for me. You piece of shit. Come on. I don't understand anything. It's still pretty staticky. Come on, dog. No, yo, it's still yo, staticky. Yo, 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 yo. One, two, mm. one, two. It's getting a little better. Like I can sort of understand. Can you understand? The words that are coming out of my mouth. Can you? I didn't understand what you said there. Of course not. That's the problem. Oh, there we go. It's better. Now. Yes? Yeah. You can hear me now? All oh, right. Yeah. It took me a whole lap around the house. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. I think it just gets worse, like, the longer the recording is, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, probably. We're already at, like, 90 minutes part half. two of our yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we can cut it off right here. If you have to eat dinner or something. Yeah, I'm going to go eat something. And, you okay. know, John, John and I call my friends since we're going to be playing the game today. All right, cool. I'll, I'll, hey, thank you so much for joining my podcast. I Of course. 
I enjoy the conversation we had. I I really want to keep doing episodes with you. Yeah. Whenever you're available, let me know. Yeah. And it's as simple as send you an invite. Okay. All right. Then. Yeah, I'm down whenever. Okay, so we'll set up some schedule in the future. All I'll right. text you and message you and stuff. All right. All right. Then. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Stay then. safe. Yes, sir. All right, bye.